Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Nadia Essex, also known as the Clueless Mum. And darlings, I did it! I gave birth! If you're just joining the Clueless Mum podcast, then buckle up, because I don't have a clue what I'm doing. I survived the pregnancy, and now the real work begins. Join me as I start my journey raising my beautiful son, Ezekiel Michael, and more than ever, I need your help. Welcome to the Clueless Mum Series 2. Hello, my darlings. Welcome back to the Clueless Mum. Well, I'm kind of halfway moved on a life update. So um, I have... Well, I think I've got a flat. I literally received the contract about three minutes before we started recording. So I just need to have a read through and make sure that everything is obviously hunky-dory, which I'm sure it is. And then I can sign it and then we can move house. And it's beautiful. It really is a home that I hope Zeke and I can be in for a longer period. Obviously, I've moved quite frequently in life. And as a single woman, moving is fairly simple. Um, but I moved twice while I was pregnant and now once with a five-month-old baby. So it's a lot more stressful because you, you, you just can't, well, you can't get anything done with a baby at the moment, but let alone moving by yourself. Um, there's not much help around moving companies are just starting to get back into like properly the flow and everybody seems to be moving. I think everyone got, well, not everyone, but a lot of people got sick of the houses during lockdown. And the minute it was lifted, like myself, look for a new place to live because we just couldn't survive, you know, with a C-section, a new baby and a dog on the second floor with no lift and no outside space. It was just, I don't, I, I, those first few months of like having Zeke and you know go, going up and downstairs to walk the dog take the dog out for a wee it was all a bit of a blur um and I remember just a lot of the time Zeke would be sleeping and then Valley my dog would start like scratching to go out for a wee and my heart would just drop because it you, you know I used the time when you just sit down for five minutes break and the dog's like, I want to go for a wee-wee. And you're like, oh my God. So I'd have to get Zeke up, put it, wake him up, which makes for a grizzly baby, put him in the old, um, you know, harness, take the dog down two flights of stairs, to walk the dog around the block, come back upstairs, and then try and get back into like relaxation mode. It's just a lot when you're in pain. I was in my scars it's even now five months in it's still a little tender and my tummy's still a little sore to touch um I don't know how I did it it was bloody tough but I did do it and now I'm moving to the ground floor no more stairs (laughs) I could cry I'm so happy no more stairs oh I mean this is going to change my life it really is. I'm so excited. And it's in, you know, a lovely area. It's exactly where I want to live. And all being well, 
I would like to stay there for a while because it's beautiful and I love it and I just want to have a home that I can live in for a couple of years and be chill and a home that Zeke can grow up in and you know have fun in and yeah just somewhere we'll be happy and I I hope and pray that this place is it so wish me luck because this time next week I will be moving hopefully and on that note because I'm moving I think now is the right time I'm going to have a little mid-season clueless mum break um I've got a lot a hell of a lot of shit (laughs) stuff and I need to move. I need to get settled. I want to settle Zeke. So we're just going to have a little mid-season break. And then we will be back with you with full life updates, hopefully with nothing but wonderful good news. Because the next few weeks is just going to be like moving into my wonderful home, furnishing it, making it look beautiful. Zeke's going to developmentally grow loads and there'll be loads of fun news about that and just lots of fun exciting things to talk about um which excites me at the possibility so yeah a little break is in order just a little breather but never ever worry clueless mum darlings we will be back before you know it so at the end of last season we had producer martin come in and ask me some riveting questions so we're going to do that again because i i really enjoyed it and if you didn't listen to last season then boy are you in for a treat because i am huge and prego and scared (laughs) you can hear it in my voice so go check it out but here we go welcome producer martin say hello to the clueless mum family oh my god it is so exciting to be back on the clueless mum um nadia i want to start this by telling you how amazing you are um, as I said last time I was on the podcast, I we met a few years ago, um, and then I have been with you pretty much the entire time from from meeting you then, watching you change and like become pregnant, and then going through that whole transition, and then having little baby gorgeous Zeke, and then watching you grow as a mom has just been so gorgeous. So I wanted to ask you, what would you say, because let's get let's get the negative stuff out of the way first. What would you say has been the most, like the toughest moment thus far? Oh gosh. Um, I Again, not to be negative, but there's been quite a few. <laughs> it's everybody tells you, and I'm going to get emotional because it's just, it's... I love Zeke and I wouldn't change it for the world, but everyone tells you before you are, while you're pregnant, that it's really hard and nothing can prepare you for how difficult it is. It's it's the hardest thing I've ever done. And just to go through lockdown completely on our own and to just have all of the things that have happened and had no sort of, real life help you know I look back at that time and it was just it was really difficult um struggling with my breastfeeding was really tough and just the mum guilt that comes with am I doing the right thing you know what's best for my baby what's best for me my body body changes the way that I look having to come to terms with the way that I look it's 
sleep deprivation is i mean another level of difficult it's it's just it's really you think you kind of nailed it and you kind of relax into being a mum and then literally the next day something happens and you're like oh crap <laughs> wasn't expecting that um and it's just like a constant um new phase you know just when you kind of get the sleeping under control it seems you know he starts teething and his teething has been hell he's he's just a different baby he's so gripey and in pain and he, he you know he's just it's just so tough and it breaks my heart to watch him be in pain so I'm you know constantly with the Bongello or the Ashton and Parsons whatever it's called the, the teething gel and the other day I had to give him cowpaw because he was beside himself and you know you just kind of get over one hurdle and then it seems like a million more come up and I know that every mum or parent even listening to this will be like yeah Nadia welcome to parenthood duh but I suppose it's just it's people can tell you how difficult it is but until you are going through it you just you can't appreciate how hard it is I can I I could empathize with parents before but it's going through it and then like I say just when you start to relax something else happens you know I've had I I nicked his finger and cut him and I cried and you know my boob exploded blood in his mouth that was scary and he nearly fell backwards off the changing table you know my heart had palpitations it it's just a constant sort of anxiety <laughs> of just trying to keep this bloody baby alive <laughs> it is not easy <laughs> but thankfully you know lockdown's lifting now and you know I'm, I'm having a lot more interaction with humans which is great um and we're doing more like getting out there and doing more stuff which is good so yeah i mean it's just that's a pretty long-winded answer to your question, but it's the whole thing is just extremely difficult. It's the hardest thing I've ever done. Um, and I know that it's, you know, we're only five months in. There's, I've got a whole lifetime, hopefully, of it being difficult with Zeke. Wow. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I wasn't expecting tears, but um, I think they are completely valid and that is completely okay to feel that way. Um, and I think you kind of said in there that other people will be like, welcome, Nadia. And I think that's, I would say that's what I guess we both learned from this show is that that everyone seems to resonate with the clueless mom because because everyone feels a little bit clueless sometimes and from the outside I mean I always just think you're smashing it and every time I see you I'm just like oh my god she is just like killing the game like I always just think you're just doing such an amazing job and so many people think you're doing an amazing job and I think as your friend I would love you to just like take a little pressure off yourself because and just know how amazing you are because I think you're doing fantastic and I think yeah it's going to be hard but that's like that's the point isn't it it's got to You've got to learn. You don't learn if it like comes super easy to you, but you have been amazing like from the outside and yeah, I think you're doing a smashing job. So let's flip it. Let's do some positives. What do you think is like, what are the, the, the big peaks here? Like the peaks of Zeke, like what would you say are the things that are really just 
just fill you with joy and and that give you like a really big boost what are the what are the your happiest memories and best things that have happened well thank you first of all that's very kind of you and very sweet i definitely it's hard i definitely don't feel like i'm smashing it some days but then other days i do so you know it's it's one of those again where just trying to be kinder to myself as well and give myself a break because i'm doing my best um the peaks oh my gosh oh just just him the peaks of zeke he is just growing into the most handsome beautiful loving happy boy um and it's it's just wonderful he he his smile like cuts through to my soul and makes me genuinely happy in like there's something inside of me that 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 fires when he smiles at me and he laughs at me and he kind of hugs me or gives me like dribble kisses um yeah there's there's a there's a there's a a connection that is on a like cellular level that has just flourished um and I, again, if anyone listened to series one, I had gender disappointment when I found out that Zeke was going to be a boy. I cried. I really wanted a girl. And now I couldn't, could not on my knees be more thankful that the universe, God, or whoever, you know, whoever you think is up there, the higher powers, brought me my baby boy Zeke. I am so happy and so grateful and so blessed of this little bundle of boy joy. I wouldn't change it. I Not for all the money in the world would I change it. And, you know, I trust the universe implicitly. And yes, okay, I wanted a girl because, you know, I'm a girl and I wanted a girly girl. And oh, my niece is the most perfect person on the planet and I'm obsessed with her and I just wanted a little mini me but I've got something better I've got the most perfect boy who is just going to grow I can tell into such a wonderful human being and I hope that I can instill in him such good morals and ethics and and way of the world that he can just spread joy and kindness wherever he goes and he is an example to other men of how to treat women well how to be a good human being non-misogynistic obviously you know all of the things that I I really hope he can be an example of so yeah I'm I'm he's just everything about him is perfect and I wouldn't change a thing apart from the teething. I wish that they would make it so that his teeth just, just, you know, biologically, um, developmentally, you know, wouldn't make it so his teeth hurt. Cause I'd like to get a bit more sleep with him being a little bit less gripey and in pain, but you can't win them all. So I suppose it's all part of the crazy world of parenting. Well, he is also absolutely adorable and has the best laugh in the whole world. And you should be very proud. And again, you're just smashing it. Okay, I'm going to go. But I wanted to 
ask the same question that you answered at the end of the first season, which was sort of your advice for anyone that was just uh, falling pregnant um, and the process they're about to go through and any advice you would give to someone if they're literally just about to give birth and they're just about to start this next stage of the journey. Is there like one, obviously there's loads of advice you could give, but if there's one thing you could, you could give them to just sort of get them through that time or to get them started, what would it be? So I think I did the pregnancy advice last time. So if you're prego, go back and listen to that because it's bloody good advice, even if I do say so myself. Um, the next phase, okay. The first, the first m- month to six weeks could be hell and difficult. They were for me. They were so difficult. My my boobs were in agony. I cried a lot. I, it was all a blur. I was just, I think I was like foggy from the drugs and it was all just, it was all a bit of a blur. I mean, there were days, I think I remember for like three days, I didn't get dressed. I couldn't even have a shower some days. And that's okay. That's the most important thing. Please, please, please take some time. And I, I think lockdowns probably helped a lot of people that have been forced into taking time off realize that work-life balance is not balanced. Please take time off after your baby's born and make sure that you just have loads of ready meals because you won't want to cook. And I was literally living on ready meals because I just needed to three minutes in the microwave and then shovel it in. And then it was back to holding the baby, feeding the baby, winding the baby, trying to help the baby sleep. So just be kind to yourself. If you don't get dressed, don't worry. If you don't have a shower, don't worry. If you don't text back people, don't worry. It's you and your baby and whoever else is in your family, but just please be kind to yourself for those first few weeks. And if it's your first baby, keep moving forward because it does get better. It starts off so bloody difficult and you do get into a groove. And even though now it is still difficult, it's difficult in a different way. It's difficult with him teething. But what happens now at five months is that I now get his personality comes out. So, you know, he might be lying on the floor crying, but as soon as I pick him up, he starts giggling and laughing and looking into my eyes and it melts your heart. So just keep moving forward newborn babies are very difficult because they don't give you anything back they're kind of vacant feeding machines they're not conscious they're not really aware Um, so it's really hard because it's you know when they smile at you it's probably wind rather than an actual smile whereas at five months you know I come in in the morning and I look in his crib and he just looks up into my eyes and then he just bursts into this wonderful smile and no matter what has happened the night before how rough the night's been how little sleep we've got that morning smile makes everything worth it so just keep going keep moving forward do what's best for you listen to your gut your your instincts you are the mother the father you are not wrong in your instincts so just trust yourself because Hans you've got this So on that note, I better get my backside in gear and start packing because all being well, we're moving. 
And the next time I speak to you, hopefully, we will be moved, we will be settled, we will be in our new home, and we will be happy, happy, happy. So please take care of yourselves, my darlings. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening um, so far this series. I've had so many messages um, on Instagram and, uh, you know, just just saying thank you and, and just giving me so much support. Um, you know, I always say it like you guys have been have been more supportive and kinder to me than some of my family members. So, you know, I treasure each and every one of you. And I honestly thank you for listening and thank you for being so lovely and kind. Um, and yeah, let's take a break and come back better than ever with lots of good news. So I hope you're all keeping safe and well and I will see you on the other side, darlings. Darlings.